hi you out there i am Lorianne. i am the host of bleep midlife bulimia otherwise known as bleep bulimia so i was trying all week to figure out what did i want to talk about because i do want to try and keep this light i don't want to get too deep into things that are dark and mundane about bulimia so it just came out that my sister came over to visit and this is going to be a very strange topic but we were talking about boobs so how it started off is she was telling me she goes you know i don't like these things i don't like boobs and i looked at her in a really strange way but not because i thought it was strange it was because i had never heard anyone say that before and i felt the exact same way and i was telling her that sometimes you know i ask god why is it that you can't give us a set of nice boobs when we're young and then they just kind of, you know, shrink down later on. And I don't know how many of you out there would actually be able to understand this or relate to it. But I thought it was pretty funny that we were both on the same page. And because, you know, when you're getting in your 40s and your 50s, believe it or not, you know, the boobs grow. And I don't understand why, because they're not functional really for anything but probably is, you know, um, sex. <laughs> and at this point, being single, I really don't need them. But I had asked her and she was wondering, you know, she said, what do you think that is? Do you think that is it something that might have occurred to us as children or as a child that we don't remember? And I said, No, I don't think so at all. In my case, I believe that because boobs objectify your femininity and in a strange way i think when i was looking to be thin and thinner i was trying to remove that femininity because the thinner you are you know truth is uh, the boobs shrink and for most of us and so that topic was really interesting because i was wondering about the fact that all of these different reasons why why did I do it? Why did I have that need to want to be slim? Other than, you know, we have the society thing, but I think there was some more behind it. And she then, you know, we were talking about, you know, did you want to be a man? And she goes, no, I never want to be a man, but I don't know if I wanted to be a woman. And maybe there was some confusion there. Now, my sister was never bulimic, but she did go up and down in weight as well. Uh, all of us, except for one sister did. And it's just trying to figure out what is behind that. And when you look at yourself in the mirror, I was talking to someone else about this. Even if you're not overweight, why do you perceive yourself as being overweight? There's got to be something more behind it. So I tried to figure out what is it behind that quote unquote fat? What is the true thought behind that? is that our self-confidence, our, our lack of loving ourselves for who we are, what we are, and putting so much emphasis on our external rather than working on our internal. And I believe that once you're happy with your inside, then, you know, the outside works for itself. The body will uh, work with the brain. I really believe that. And there was another thing that I was talking about, and I did post it uh, on my Facebook. There was a, there's a lady I know, 
uh, Mel Mason, and she was she had this uh, newsletter that came out, and she said, uh, "It's good to purge." And of course, that caught my attention because of the purge word. And if you think about it, in most cases, purging is good. Purging if you are, you know, if you have too much clutter. And one of the things that she brings up is the fact that a lot of times if you have a lot of clutter in your house, it's a reflection of your inside out. And if you clear the clutter inside, you're going to find yourself clearing the clutter outside as well. I think that we do as bulimics, I remember I did, I held a lot in, possibly a little bit of self-sabotage there too, because instead of really dealing with my emotions and let's say I was really angry at somebody and I really wanted to get angry at them or maybe, you know, I don't know. <laughs> we can just kind of figure out some of the things you want to do when you're angry at somebody. Instead, I would hurt myself. I would internalize it. And uh, another thing my sister pointed out to me, she said, you know, you have a hard time, you know, being open. Now, since I have recovered over the 10 years, I've learned how to deal with that, how to communicate it and how to communicate properly without building that anger. Uh, one thing that I did find that while I was bulimic, I did have a little bit of an issue with dealing with my temper. Again, I think and I believe that, you know, the nutritional value of what was remaining in my stomach was probably not helping my mental state, which then caused, of course, my depression at one point, which leads me to another thing, too, that uh, when I did quit, I did have a bit of anxiety because I had to learn how to deal with my emotions and how to uh, basically present them in a way that wasn't going to make me feel bad that I was hurting somebody else, but also not feel that I would be hurting myself, that I had to take that stance and say, you know, I need to get this out. I'm going to try to do this as best I can without, you know, jumping and getting offensive or defensive. And uh, those are things that I struggled with uh, quite a bit. So it has, you know, over time, uh, that anxiety has gone down. Granted, I will say that during COVID, it did rear this little head again for a little bit. Uh, but then it's going back to, you know, I went for help. And then I started learning that, you know, you're not living in the present, you're worrying too much about the future. And I loved what somebody said, you know, you can't go back uh, to get something and you can't go to the future to get something. If you're going to get a glass of milk, you're going to get a glass of milk now. You can't go to the past to get it. You can't go to the future to get it. And I thought, wow, you know, that's true for everything. And just if I say something and I feel bad about hurting someone, I will just overthink it. What I realized is I have to get a hold of that person right away and say, you know, let me clarify what I said, or I'm sorry what I said get it over with here in the present. So it then goes to the back and then I don't have to sit there and fret over it all the time. Uh, so that's stuff that I was dealing with this week. And I just thought that, sorry, but the boob thing was just interesting. And I thought, was I trying to lose weight to lose that femininity, the objectivity of it? And instead of it really being about being slim, it was maybe just trying to 
reduced myself to something and I never got super skinny or anything, but, you know, I did know that when I had gained weight when I was 17, that, you know, that area did get larger too. And there were comments made about it and I didn't like those comments. So I also want to just sometimes figure out, I don't think that I've figured it out completely as to why we see fat instead of seeing ourselves when we look in the mirror, uh, when we're in this sort of zone. And I think now when I look at myself, I don't see that. I don't see the fat. I will sometimes say, oh, there's a little bit of muffin tops coming up. And I smile about it because they're my muffin tops. They're, I'm here, I'm alive. I'm, I, you know, I'm very grateful for that. And I'm grateful for everything today. And like I was talking about my last one, you know, if your hair is bad, you have a bad hair day, be grateful that you have hair. And uh, moving on to that, I also wanted to talk about uh, my website. And if you've noticed, if you have gone on it, which is bleep bulimia, um, dot com. No, that's not the one that will lead you to there. It's actually a WordPress. So it's bleepbulimia.wordpress.com. I put a lot of stuffed animals on it. And the reason I did that is because there's a comfort in that. So I just look at that and I'm going, I'd rather be with a stuffed animal than stuff myself. And it's just more comforting to hold on to a stuffed animal than to eat and purge. So it just, the colors, the, the stuffed animals just bring me back to a time when I was a child. And a lot of us lose that. We lose who we were as a child before all of this goes on, you know, between, you know, the three to five, you don't worry about any of that. You're, you'll do whatever you want to do for the most part. You've got your character that's building and, uh, you know, listeners, you can't see it, but I do have this, you know, stuffed little doggy that I carry around with me at night sometimes. Um, I do have real dogs as well, but it just, you know, I just squeeze it and he's just comfy and he's cute. And just, you know, something that is a little bit of a stress reliever. So I kind of enjoy that as well. So I just wanted to know if any of my listeners out there have the same opinion because it's interesting that you think you're alone and you think you're the only one thinking something and then someone brings it up or even you bring it up and then all of a sudden you find out that you're not alone, that there's a whole bunch of other people out there that are thinking that same thing. So I'm gonna keep this short. I just wanted to know also if I can reach out to you guys and find out what would you like to talk about? Now, if you go to my blog site, which is just started out just like my podcast. Uh, again, it's bleepbulimia.wordpress.com. You're gonna see that there's 32 posts up there that are coming soon. And there are different categories of what I would like to talk about along the way. And I'm going to have some speakers on as well, speaking to the different categories. Uh, again, not all of them have direct um, experience with bulimics, however, they do have experience with some of the conditions that we deal with and that we would be best to be able to deal with better rather than it being a trigger. And I just wanted to know, is there anything that you would like us to talk about? Any experts you would like me to have on this podcast? I'll be more than glad to go out and find them. I know that one, uh, one of the experts that I'm going to be having is, you know, how to turn negative into positive. 
And I really believe that there is one thing I want to put out there that I know a lot of the, that the, there's part of bulimia that, that when you're going through food, it's, it's a reward. And if you can beat that and saying that that's, you know, chocolate's not a treat. It's just something I would like to have at this point. Or, you know, if I want to have a hamburger, it's not a treat and it's not a bad food because there's no bad food. And I wrote that in my book, you know, how to have your cake and not eat it all too. I do speak to the fact that there is, even if it's minute, there's still nutrients in junk food. So you've got to look at it and try and veer that away. Uh, spoke to one person today and I was, you know, saying that, how do you get through that fear of food? Because I know that that's a very common thing with bulimics. So we're going to be trying to address that point too, see if there's anything that we can do to try and uh, turn that fear around. Uh, what she did say is that everything that we learn, the only two things that we're born with, with fear is falling and loud noises, everything else we learn, therefore we can unlearn. So I'm looking forward to our speakers. Again, if you have any uh, topics that you want to have covered, please email me at bleepbulimia.com, uh, sorry, at gmail.com. And I'll be more than glad to take that further and find uh, somebody who can speak to it. I really appreciate you listening and just understand that the best reward of all, I've got my cat shaking my, my computer right now. The best reward of all is when you recover and living again without the fear of food, without having to worry about the next place, as I said, that you have to go for tw you know, 20 minutes later to, uh, to purge. And it really is freeing. So the freedom is to me, one of the best rewards I've ever felt. And I just can't even say enough about that. Everybody, thanks for listening. I am Lorianne and you have a great evening. Thank you.